Welcome to Do You Know You? The Enneagram podcast where we know you better than you know yourself. Hey. Hello. I think I should start by telling everyone that you just said that I sounded like the dad from Sister Sister. Can we go ahead and expose that? Okay, but they don't know what you said to make me say that. I said, all right. So we started the podcast once and I said, hey, we back at it. And then you said that I sounded like the dad from Sister Sister. Like, yeah. And you know what? It was kind of like a lame 90s dad. I own it. Okay. I own that. Okay. I was going to say, do you honestly not see where I was coming from? I own it. I sound like a 90s black dad from a sitcom. He wore really tall khakis. (laughs) <laughs> didn't wear they were like really high they were like waist high they were like like yeah, he was cinching like under the chin like he was cinched yeah for the gods exactly yeah exactly um hey so yeah um we're finally back we're back uh took a little hiatus to do some things some stuff and some things yeah we're back we're back at it <laughs> um i'm not doing that so anyway we wanted to talk about sixes uh, we did a two-parter on four, and um, you know, people probably think that we did four and six first because there are types, but really, those are the types that are most requested. Yeah, I mean, we did four. We did the two-parters on four, and we referred to six a lot. We did. So, and we promised, I think, a few people that we would do six next. Yeah. So this is for it's you. It's not fam. just purely our own narcissistic indulgence, right? I mean, not purely, but like some. Okay, well, like I don't feel that great about it. I know you but... don't. I know you don't love sixes. I mean, being a six, right? You don't love sixes. I was like, I actually like. I other actually sixes. do love sixes. I like them a lot. I like them better than I like myself. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just because when they're doing like six stuff, you're like, oh god. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So six, it is uh, by far the most emotionally complex type. Yeah. Um. And I think the most misunderstood type in the Enneagram. I would agree with that. Um, and the most projected upon most type. Most projected upon. Or four, six, and eight. But six, I think, wins out of those three. Yeah. And um, I would say that, I don't know, a good 60% of the people we come across that are mistyped. Probably sixes. sixes. Yeah. Sixes and nines, but mostly sixes, actually. Yeah. Um. So, good chance that if you're listening to this, um, there's a there's a 60% chance that you're mistyped and you might be a six. I don't know. I'm, that statistic's probably not right. But it's close. It's somewhere near that. I, I would really feel confident about it being over 50%. Yeah, it's over 50 for sure. Yeah. So, maybe we should put a disclaimer on this episode. Wish we could, like, flash something for people that's like, if you think... You may be a six. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you're confused about your type or you're like, I've been every type. Being every type is more nine. That's more nine. That's like, I can see where everyone's coming yeah. from. And that's more than nine. But if you've tried on a few things and you're just like, I don't know, like something seems off or nothing feels like it's fully getting it. Yeah. I would urge you to consider the way of six. Yeah. Or there's a popular one. Um, I read this description of six and it doesn't sound exactly like me in my life. Therefore, yeah. I cannot be a six. Yes. Um, because sixes want the descriptions to sound exactly like them. Oh, like to a T. Every detail Absolutely. has to be accounted for Absolutely. or they throw it out. I cannot tell you how many six clients I've had. And I will sit there like as 
a breathing six. <laughs> and I'm like, I promise I have spent countless hours and nights sweating thinking about myself and my psychology. And yeah. I'm telling you, this is what six is. And they're like, mm, yeah, but the description <laughs> had this sentence yeah, right. that was like talking about, you know, something that they don't identify with. And then it's, I'm not that type. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's and the, it's a behavior. It's the throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. Yeah. Syndrome. Which we've talked about that. So let's just move past that it. particular. Have we talked about we did. analogy on the podcast? Okay. We talked about the violence of that. That's true. It is a really violent terminology. So, yeah. Okay. I won't go there again. But I will <laughs> say this. Um, yes. So, sixes, listen, we're going to both poke fun at you and just talk about you a little bit. But we do that with all the types. So, that's oh, just I'm, our... I plan to be savage. That's our vibe. And you can. Because yeah. you're... You you are a card carrying member exactly. Um, They're a sensitive bunch, but the, indeed. But um, I do want to start off by talking about that. Just can we just talk about that? The motivation itself makes it difficult for yes. sixes to find that they're sixes. I, I mean, just the amount of sixes that are like, but why wouldn't I know I'm a six? You're not supposed to know. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And that's the tricky part. I mean, it sounds funny, but like with all the types, to a certain extent, you're not supposed to know. I mean, like the ego is like, I'm keeping you safe. And if you know I'm here and you know what I'm doing, I won't be able to do my job. Yes. So it's hidden from your view. Yeah. I mean, when you're motivated to be, to avoid fear. Mm hmm. And your whole defense strategy system is set up around, okay, I must not be afraid, caught off guard, um, surprised, any of that. Then why would you recognize, why would you read the core fear of six and be like, fear? That's me, right? Well, I mean, some people do. But, wouldn't you then become afraid? Right. Which is exactly what you're trying to avoid. Right. So <laughs> they look at it and they yes. go, mm, I don't think it's that one. Yeah. And and then as opposed to seeing okay so then the other thing about six is that they type themselves based on behaviors yes um, and the reason for that is because they don't uh, want to see or it's difficult to see that fear is sort of driving the bus so then it becomes preferable to identify with the other sometimes the types in the tri type sometimes types that they don't even have anywhere right. in there but usually it's in the tri type or a line of connection or something like that but. Um, and it's because focusing on the behaviors, well, sixes know that they can act a variety of ways, right? Yes. And that if they just, they'll look at, okay, well, I'm sad a lot. I must be a four. Right. I'm sad. I feel different. Um, I feel fundamentally flawed. Therefore, I must be a four. But then they will miss like whole swaths of their defense strategy mm -hmm. and life that are that are completely fear based yeah. and avoidance of this or that or I don't talk to this kind of person or um, you know whatever it is. There, there's always this set of behaviors that the six is like, usually not seeing, and then they're focusing on one set of behaviors and then typing themselves off of that set of behaviors, whether it's two or four or seven or whatever it is one. Well, and also, you know, because sixes are so emotionally complex, um, they can be, they can be temperamental. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they're very of the moment people. Yes. So whatever mood 
your six, your loving six is in. Mm-hmm. If they take a test, that's going to tell you their mood. Right. Exactly. It's going to tell you what they're going through right now. It's not going to tell you that they're a six. Right. Oh, and if they're a six that say has depression. Right. Um, as a biological sort of component, then they'll they'll look at the behaviors or the the symptoms of depression and they're like, well, I'm a four. So sometimes we do have to parse things out a little bit more, but you're absolutely right. Sixes, um, I would say they are the moodiest. Type. Oh, absolutely. Even more so hands than fours. Down. I know fours, hands we, we want to give that to fours. Sixes no. win hands down. Because they are, it's rapidly shifting. If you're a type that is calibrated to take in your surroundings at the level of detail that sixes are. And I don't just mean like physical danger because some sick people that are sixes are like, I don't care about like if my door's locked or whatever, like what you should. But they they will say that, right? I'm not focused on danger and not worried about being harmed. Okay, well, that's not the focus of your anxiety. But are you thinking about whether or not Susie and Joe are mad at you and then looking for signs of, oh, they're acting weird and and then checking with them. No, thank you for saying that because again, I can't tell you how many sixes have said to me, I don't worry about that, (laughs) about any part of being six. And it's like, honestly, as a six, the focus of your anxiety could be literally anything, anything, anything. So what is scary to one six, and I'm going to use the term scary loosely, uh, it may not bother another six. Right. It's just what you're preoccupied with right. will differ with the six. But I mean, you pick something yeah. and there's a six out there that's focused on it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, um, I, you know, I know Catherine says that, you know, anytime someone's dealing with, you know, lots of phobias, you're dealing with six, which is probably true although you know i have a phobia of spiders and I'm not a six right. but but when you start getting two or three things yeah. um that yeah. someone avoids um or goes after you know mm-hmm. that because that is still a fear response the counterphobic response is to go towards that what's you're afraid of so sometimes they won't recognize it as fear because they're like well yeah right. like i was afraid of public speaking but you know i do it all the time now and it's like okay okay but why did you feel like you needed to go and do it all the time just because you were afraid of it. Um, or, you know, like we were talking about with um, the focus could be on your friends being mad at you and you're monitoring whether or not they're angry with you or someone's upset with you or disappointed and it makes you anxious and you have to text or, and check in or you're looking right. for all of those danger symbols, whatever danger means to you as a six. And then you're looking for confirmation that what you're afraid of is actually happening or not happening, as the case may be. That is six. It is not just right. someone's going to break in my house and kill me. Yeah. Like, that's like a certain... Or like, I'm afraid of balloons. Right. Like, it's like, okay. <laughs> right. And I mean, you know, I've heard so many people say like, I thought that makes you nervous because you're all sex. And it's like, no, actually, being a six doesn't mean yes. walking around every day like... You know, yeah. it's so early and there's so many things <laughs> like to do. Like the anxiety mosquitoes. Exactly. Yes. On I mean, mouth. they yeah. are sixes, but. It is a six. <laughs> it's a personification of six. Yes. But it's, they're not, not all sixes are walking around shaking right. and scared of life. Well, we can, we can laugh at it as a stereotype, as an archetype. Right. But I think some of the disconnect for people with the entire Enneagram with any type is that you know, we can teach these archetypes and stereotypes to give people a more accurate picture 
of understanding the energy of a certain ego structure. But then in real life, it's rarely that easy. It's rarely that cut and dried. People usually don't seem like stereotypes. And so it's harder. Yeah. And, and, you know, even we sometimes when we're doing typing sessions with sixes, um, Mm -hmm. We will go through a multitude of emotions and, and oh, absolutely and types. It's a roller coaster, and we're like, well, maybe it's well, often when we're doing typing sessions, little behind the scenes tidbit <laughs> here. We will be like writing to each other, like Aaron will type something on the iPad and be like, I'm thinking three, and I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at nine, <laughs> and like we're doing that while we're typing you. Um, but with sixes, we may cycle through yeah. a few different types. Oh, like and, a handful. And we often know, and the way we kind of can tell now is that if we feel confused mm-hmm. a midway through or we're going down a path and it seems like it's one type and then it takes a sharp turn and yeah. it ends up being another type and we're like, what is this? It's usually six. Yeah. Um, and and it's because the six is following whatever the stream of thought is, which is taking them into an emotion, which then leads to another stream of thought, which takes them down another emotional kind of you know, roller coaster. And it's just, that's just the nature of six. And it's, it's also why we say that there are really nine kinds of sixes, right? There's the one ish six, there's the two ish six, there's a three ish six on and on because whatever behavior the six is, um, identifying with or personifying at that time, maybe the six has decided, you know, I'm going to be really brave this week and I'm just going to like tell people, what I think, and I'm going to be assertive. And then that week, they feel eight-ish, right? And then the next week, they're like, you know, I just really feel like, um, I'm just really feeling chill. And I just want to get along with people and like find like harmony. And I just feel like really nine-ish, like my anxiety is like really gone. And then they're, they think they're nine. So it really does depend on the sixes behavior, what they're going through, what's happening in their lives as to why they will mistype as different things. Um, but I would say a fair amount of people that, so, okay, I'm in a little pet peeve. So like, we'll like, I'll post something or we'll post something on Instagram about oh yeah uh, threes. Sure. And it's extremely accurate for threes, right? Like actual threes are like, absolutely. Yes. I have a mask on yeah. blah, 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 whatever it is. And then it's usually the oh, sixes that are mistyped as whatever it is. And they'll be like, I don't do that. I don't identify with that at all. And then they're arguing um, with us or the, just the flat data about like stuff that people of that type are like, why this isn't even something that I would argue with. Well, I mean, and, and you know, honestly, a lot of times they take it a step farther and they're offended. Yes. It's like, how could you say that we wear a mask? (laughs) You are not a three. Right. Right. Because, a three would be like, oh yeah. Yeah, they own it. It's not hurtful to them. No. It's it's a fact. Exactly. And you know, it's the same, you know, when we have a post on nine and we talk about nines being diffuse mm-hmm. or not being, you know, gut types not being as verbal mm-hmm. as maybe the mental types would be. And it's like, that is so offensive. Right. Why yeah. would you say, so you're saying that I'm inarticulate and nonverbal. I don't know you. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's not personal. <laughs> I'm, it's not about you. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, but I think the mix up and, and this is so, so common is first of all, sixes think in terms of behavior. Right. 
So that's why they're so focused mm-hmm. on it. Yes. They think about what am I going to do? What am I going to not do? Mm-hmm. What action will I take? What action will I abstain from? They think in those terms. And so really for them, people are collections of behaviors. Mm-hmm. And so that makes it hard for them to orient themselves to motivation. So they see these these comments and it's like, oh, well, maybe part of this description fits me, but here's the part I don't identify with and now I'm offended. Exactly. But they've mistyped themselves. Yeah, it feels incongruent because it is for them because they're not that type. And they call us out. And they call us out. But what they're, what often what they're really saying is, is I don't identify with this. Right. What we're seeing. So it must not be true. And we're seeing the anxious response of, oh, crap. Well, this doesn't match. Right. So rather than... Or I can't trust this source of information. Right. Or I can't trust myself, yeah. which then some sixes will then project it back right. to the, whatever the, the authority is or whatever the thing is. Mm-hmm. And then they attack that thing. And mm-hmm. so that's, that's one of the things that can get confusing with sixes is why do they go after people in those moments? And it's usually because it's, it's awoken. A, a <laughs> is that... Can I... Is that a thing? It is, you do you, baby. Okay, it is awoken. That's just wrong. That sounds wrong. It is wrong. Okay. It's very wrong. It, they have um, ignited. It has ignited their anxiety, their doubt. Right. And um, and then in order, it's hard to hold that. So when the doubt comes up, it undermines their sense of their own trust in themselves. So if the six has typed themselves as a three, like we've used in this example, and they're sure of it, and then they read something that doesn't, um, they don't identify with, or they know that they don't do, then it brings up that anxiety and that fear. And then they're like, this is wrong, right? I'm a, surely I'm a three. I have to be a three. I've settled. And this information doesn't match me. And so then you go after the source of information because it has undermined your sense of security in yourself. And that's where the reactivity comes from. So we understand where it's coming from. Um, We just, I just wish so often that I could be like, and if you just look at six. Well, the funny thing is that I did have a client one time who did a typing session and she did discover she was a six. Um, She had previously thought she was a three. Um, and then she did tell me later, like in a funny conversation that she was one of those people that had commented Mm -hmm. and it may have actually even been on a three post. I wasn't even thinking that when we were using that example. Um, but she was like, Oh, I think I left you like an angry comment and I didn't realize I was a six and I was like, it's fine. Yeah. We're used to it. We're used to it. And (laughs) it's part of the type. Um, we spend a lot of not as much as maybe we used to or we should, but um, on internet discussion groups talking about Enneagram things. And it's usually the sixes um, mm-hmm. in those groups that will um, kind of argue with people. And people are always oh, kind yeah. of confused um, as to why the six is doing it. It's usually the six that's mistyped. Yeah. Um, I very rarely, actually, now that I'm saying it, I very rarely see a six that is typed as a six that knows they're a six that has owned it that will then still argue with the, in the same way. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because their sixes are very intuitive. Mm-hmm. Very intuitive. And, and they know when something isn't quite right, even with themselves. So they may even take on a type 
but they know something's off yeah. with it. Yeah. And um, and they may think it's the instinct right. or the stacking. They'll, you know. they'll know something's off with it, but then they'll go on these discussion groups on, you know, whether it's on Instagram, on a comment or on Facebook or whatever. And then they will argue with other people about yeah. whatever type it is they think they are. Or poll people or for poll what people. type they think they are. And then if people don't say the right thing, because it, it's undermining their certainty, yeah. right? And what the six wants is certainty, but they know something's off. But they, it's, it's easier to attack others or to question others or be provocative than to go back to that place of like complete uncertainty. I don't know what I am, which is often where we have to help sixes get back to so that then they can find, oh, yes, okay, I'm a six, and that's why I was doing these things. But yeah, I I have noticed that it's not very rarely when, and I think this is true of any of the types, when we find our type, it like feels congruent, and we don't feel like we have to like defend it. Yeah, there is like a feeling of it, like, you know, settling, sinking in. Yes. And I want to go back to what you were saying, um, because you said something that reminded me of an important point Mm -hmm. about six and you know the reason that they're focused on behavior is not because they don't have depth and they can't see their motivations but they are programmed to look at behavior for a reason for safety Mm -hmm. so they're looking for always consistency of behavior Mm -hmm. if there is an inconsistency if there's something that seems off if someone has strange behavior, these are all things that sixes are calibrated to see yes. and an alarm goes off. Yes. And so it makes sense that even with ourselves, we would be focused on our behavior because that's what we're looking at. Right. Yeah. So in a way, it's it's a blind spot. Yeah. It's the hardwire, like you said, it's the hardwiring to look for consistency and inconsistency, right. right? In themselves and in others. Right. So when things aren't consistent, then that's when the alarm goes right. off and you have to say something. Right. Well, and then part of the problem there is that then as a six, we decide what that means. And so if we don't know, if we're not asking the person, if they're not telling us what's really happening within themselves, we fill it in. Right. So it's like, okay, what does this inconsistency mean? You're shady. You're a liar. You're you're sketchy. You're trying to, you're trying to pull one over. Right. And then it just becomes an issue um, for the six and something to fight against, to withstand. Yeah. 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 It's easier to go after the source of whatever the anxiety is than to, than to confront the anxiety. So that's right. That's where some of that argumentativeness projection comes from. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've known many sixes. Um, we've had many that are clients that are, we've done coaching sessions. We just in our lives, yeah. my mom's a six, you know, you're a six. Um, <laughs> and, and it's, it is, you know, I'm, I'm always kind of uh, pleased when a six finds out that they're a six and they know you know, oh, yeah, it's like, really oh, satisfying. Yeah, I'm a six. Um, because it doesn't happen a lot. And it, like Aaron said, it's not because they don't know themselves or they're because they're, you know, superficial or stupid or anything like that. Because the six actually is, has to have a fear of um, getting it wrong. Yeah. And uh, so they're. The and de- of not knowing. And of not knowing, right? And the defensiveness of. Um, um, I could be wrong about myself. That would make me look really stupid. And, you know, people won't, 
then I can't trust myself because if I'm wrong about this fundamental thing, which is my personality, like what else am I wrong about? Right. So it, it brings up, it brings up a lot of insecurities and anxiety, I think. But, um, so we have a lot of, uh, patience for that, but it is, it is really common for sixes to just mistype. So for those reasons, behavior, um, and why they're tracking behavior, it's just really, it's important to note that. Yeah. Um, Moving on. Yeah. I mean, I think we should. So we talked a little bit about argumentativeness. Yeah. um, Because that was on my list of where it's coming from. Because I think that's one of the behavioral traits that people have like trouble with with sixes. Yeah. They think that we like all took debate in high school (laughs) and that we just get a thrill out of arguing with people. And I mean, sixes are when they are upset can usually be pretty articulate. Um and they go into what I call the, you know, the prosecutorial kind of mode where it's like, you know, rapid fire questions. Um, they remember small details or looking for those inconsistencies. And I think it's just important when the six goes there that it's um, it's coming from anxiety. It's like they want to, even if you're close to the six and then their alarm bells go off or something's triggered, they're trying to get back to a sense of like, uh, safety and security and right. like the relationship or within themselves. And so the way they do that is to kind of go after um, the source of anxiety, even the phobic six. I mean, I've seen it even with phobic sixes. I well, mean, it's like, what is happening? Right. You know, like you say the sky's blue and someone's like, no, it's purple. And you're like, excuse me. <laughs> right. So yeah. it's like, we need to get on the same page yeah. because either you're not the person that I thought you were, or I'm crazy. I'm colorblind. I don't know. But like, it's, it's a need to find the problem. Well, and you actually highlighted a really big thing with sixes, which is the fear of being crazy. Oh my God. And all the mental types have it. I would say sixes are the fives and sixes both have that fear. But, um, and sevens are kind of like, yeah, I'm crazy and I'm cool with it. I mean, you know, like they'll, they're okay with being a little, yeah, uh, a little but, but they still don't want their people messing with their conception or construction of reality. But, right. but the six really does not, the, it's, you'll see their, their hackles, if you will, go up. Oh. You like that? Yeah. Um, the hackles will go up whenever they feel like someone is, okay, nobody loves to be gaslit. Right. right. Um, but the six has a, I would say, a, like a heightened awareness of that um, because they know. On oh, I cannot. Some, <laughs> right. I absolutely cannot. On some level, they know <laughs> that it would be easy. They don't like this, but it would be easy for them to believe something right which is where the skepticism comes from it's like a it's a conscious skepticism in one way i know you're you're giving me that look hear me out she's making a face like "Mm, i don't agree with you i i admittedly don't i struggle um and and i do see that naivete yes is a part of six Mm -hmm. It's not a part of six that I have been terribly involved in, (laughs) but I had an eight mother. Right. Well, what I was going to say is that I think skepticism. But I see. I get it. Or cynicism is a is a response to naivete. 
you know what yeah. I mean? The, the propensity right. towards naivete because eights have that right where they're like super cynical. Well, right. they're super cynical because they can also be really naive and innocent. Right. So I think sixes and eights share that. I think sixes know that if they were to trust someone, which doesn't fully happen a lot, but if they were to trust someone, they could believe what they were told. Right. And there's yeah. a fear of, swallowing something whole and just believing it because Mm -hmm. then you could be led down the wrong path you could be in danger you could be taken advantage of all of those things right so the cynicism yeah i get what you're saying it's a reaction against that yes being that being the naivete is like a fear right so sometimes the six will overstate yeah their disagreement with something or Mm -hmm. their um, you know, whatever would facts never do they that. found or yeah. right. They, they're, it's, it's a declarative in a way that we don't think about with six and what they're trying to do is hold on to their sense of reality and certainty because they feel like if, if they let you shift it, then what else it's, it's the what if, right. Right. What, what else could, could I be convinced well, to do? You know, and believe? rather than it being, you know, we're human beings and we, are having a subjective experience and we all have different experiences and that's okay. There is no one way to interpret something. Um, Instead of having that kind of openness and free flowing ability to just be human, sixes kind of have this attachment to reality. So it's a need for there to be something concrete. Yes. In, in whatever realm we're looking at, emotionally, right. spiritually, yeah. whatever the focus is for that particular six, um, it there needs to be an outline here. Right. Like what is real and what isn't. Right. So I know how to make informed decisions. Hence the adherence to um, authority figures, whatever that is, whether it's a person, whether it's data, whether it's a philosophy, a religion, a, a political ideology. Uh, and it's it's something outside of the six themselves, right? Um, because the six, like all the mental types actually, do not own their own authority. And they place their authority into other things. But because they want their authority back, then they get mad at the thing they place their authority into, which is why a six will be skeptical even of those things that they're very loyal to or those people that they're really loyal to. Because they didn't want to give away their authority. They wanted to trust themselves. But you can't fully. So then it's externalized. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little more about authority figures. Because this is one yeah. where the sixes really bump up yeah, with me Yeah, because they're like, I don't listen to anybody else. Yeah. And it's like, oh. They're like, I don't have an authority figure. I don't right. relate to that. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. So if you read Naranjo, what you're reading... Papa. Yes, Papa. Um, You know, we love you, Papa. But what you're really reading is a description of like the fixated kind of Prussian as they social six. Right. As they used to call it. Yeah. The Prussian six. So it's it's the rigid, like militaristic. Follow follow your uh, superior militaristic kind of follow that line of Mm -hmm. command, the hierarchy, the structure, all that. So people read that or they see descriptions that emphasize that and they're like, oh, I'm not a six. Most modern, you know, normal, healthy sixes do not choose random people to tell them what to do all the time. No. It's 
odd. No, that's a very specific kind of six. Yes. That is like, just tell me what to do, sir, and I'll execute. I don't want to think about it. Right. Yes. And it's usually the social six. Yeah. Um, When that that happens, it usually is social six. It's usually social six. But there are lots of social sixes that are not like that. Right. Exactly. The Um, variety is... Yeah. Yeah. People get really fixated on the authority figure thinking it has to be a literal person. Right. Um, But authority, like we just said, can be anything. It can be... An ideology. Science. It can be, this is what, um, you know, if they're in the Enneagram, it's like, well, this is what it says in the, you know, in personality types by Don Russo and Russ Hudson. And this is my, this is what I go from. That's the authority. Or... This is what my Facebook group that talks about this says that whatever it is, it's it's the authority is placed outside of themselves. Right. And so that's why, for example, we'll have sixes that will go to different people to get typed because oh what God. they're really looking for is, you know, for consensus. Some, well, they're looking for <laughs> consensus and they're looking for someone to literally describe every aspect of yes. their psychology yes. um, to them so that they can buy it. Right. They want to buy it. Mm -hmm. But because you left this chunk of, you know, their life experience out, then you got to. Well, they want you to sell them on it. Yes. Convince me. Right. And that's the attitude that they come in to the session with. And, you know, a lot of times they don't know that that's the energy. No, it's disowned. Right. That that's the energy they're bringing. Um, But I've had a contentious session before with. I mean, I didn't even get far enough into it really to know for sure the type of the person. Um, But they were very reactive and argumentative with me. Mm -hmm. And they kept saying that it was my job to prove what I'm saying to them. And this was like very early when I started coaching. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, what is happening right now? (laughs) Yes, that was a traumatic experience. It it was. Yeah, no, you're right though. That it is, it's convinced me, and and you see that in, in just even in an everyday conversation. And that's yeah. what we're when we're talking about skepticism. What the six is really saying is, convince me. I want to buy it. Yeah. And if you don't convince me, if you don't present a you know whatever the, that six believes is a logical cogent argument, right. then you can't be trusted. Right. And then they will seek out somebody else, and then the cycle starts again. And a lot of this isn't conscious. No. Yeah. Um, and so I don't want anyone to think that, you know, we're saying every six that comes to us is like rude and argumentative. No, not at not all. At all. No. Um, most of them are very delightful. Yeah. But it's an unconscious energetic defense. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it is it's because as a as a mental type, they're like we were talking about that fear of of not of losing touch with what's real. Mm-hmm. Because if you lose touch with what's real, with reality, with what's really happening, then you become separate from others. And if you're separate from others, then you can lose support, which is one of the six's core fears. Right. And if you lose support, then you really don't have anyone to bounce your reality off of. And then you risk insanity, right? Because it's just you're in your own echo chamber of your thoughts, anxieties, fears, and there's nothing to ground it. So what the six is really looking for is trustworthy guidance to ground their experience so that they feel like, okay, I'm not crazy. Like this is really happening, which is why they can become so reactive. Like with the Enneagram, when they um, are told that they've been mistyped, um, well, they frame the reality around it. Right. And and we all do that, right? When we attach to one of these types, it, 
it's ego dystonic when someone's like, oh, you might not be that thing. But um, I would say for sixes, twos can be, because of the pride, it can be difficult for them too. But um, yeah, it's just really common for them to feel kind of untethered in a way. And which then you have to find something to, to ground your reality back into. And so... And it, it's hard for sixes to, to once they decide on something and they settle, that it probably took long enough to settle in the first place. So then to have somebody come along and suggest that it might not be that thing, you know, that would probably piss me off too. So yeah. let's talk about, and I think this ties in with the argumentativeness, um, let's talk about being contrary. Yeah. Because that's that. something that I don't really see anyone talk about with six. No. But... I want to get into it. Yeah. It's there. There Now there's like contrariness can be a trait that like certain people of any, there could be like an MBTI thing right. or, you know, right. Um, but sixes, I think overall have a propensity towards contrariness. Being yes. Contrarian. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think taking that a step further, um, that prove it to me attitude is a way to be contrary sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so sixes can, they can, if they're not ready to look at it and accept and dig deeply into their own psyche, they can look at it as like, okay, well, it's your job to tell me what parts of me are six and there needs to be more of those parts than the type I am considering than the other type. And you convince me. And when I'm convinced, that's when I'll accept it. But until then I won't. And I'm going to think that I'm this other type. And it seems obstinate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because, you know, I mean, it'd be natural to just be like, okay, well then just say you're the other type. (laughs) <laughs> you know, right. if you really yeah. think you're this other type, then just be the type. Right. But they can't, they can't because yeah. they know that they're not. Yeah. But they will not accept. Yeah. And and this is probably more the exception than the rule. But there are sixes that will not accept yeah. that they are sixes. And I I know that they know. Yeah. But they will not they swallow that pill. Yeah. It it is it is contrary, and it's there's well, and it gives you power, right? And and it it's submission. Yes, and, I was, and the thank six you. is afraid of submitting. Thank you. You knew where I was going. And so, if you seek out, even if you seek out, pay for. Oh yeah. And you're you know that's what you're going for, right? Mm-hmm. Is like an enneagram typing session, but and then when the expert that you supposedly respect and you you sought them out, then tells you their assessment, and then you argue with it. Well, the reason they're arguing is because then they're submitting to your authority. Right. You don't know me better than I know me. Right. Like, have you seen the title of this podcast? (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, uh, it's so, yeah, it is coming from that place of not wanting to submit. And when the six is in it, they often don't realize that they're doing it. And it can happen with just little things. So I think the contrariness. No, they don't even know they're doing it. It's that fear of submission. It's like. Um, and then sometimes just playing the devil's advocate, you know, yeah. there is that way in which six will just be like, yeah, but it could be coming from this and, you know, it, mm-hmm. and, and it could be a completely valid and thing to look at, right. but it's just the way the six habit of attention works is to look at, um, 
you know, what's not being represented here, what's not being said. And even if I don't really think that somebody's got to uphold this because I would want somebody to do this for me mm-hmm. if I weren't around. So sometimes sixes will take that position. But but yeah, it's that submission piece is really big. Um, you know, it's interesting as a six that's kind of been on both sides of this because mm-hmm. I've been the client kind of seeking to learn more about myself and my Enneagram type as as a young six. As a fledgling. Yes. Yes. Um, as a little baby six. <laughs> um, a little and psychote. then <laughs> ew. Um, being on the other side of it now and doing coaching, I think what I really want to let sixes know is that sometimes they're not aware of themselves and how their energy can come off to other people. Yes. When they go into that argumentative space, the reactive space, the rebellious space, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, and they're being contrary, that they're really sometimes invalidating the yes. other person. So their need for their reality to be validated is so strong that they can almost steamroll. Yeah. They really can. And I think that's why a lot of people think they can, that they're eights. Right. Because it's yeah. like, oh, no, like they latch onto that. You know, it's like a dog with a bone. Mm-hmm. That's six. Yeah. The dog with the bone is a six. Yeah. They they disown, the six disowns their aggression. Yeah. Um, and so they will come at people aggressively, mm-hmm. even if it's the questioning or, but it, it has a relentless quality. Yes. Um, that then puts people on the defense. Right, and then the six unable because they're un, unable to have recognized or owned their own aggression. Then the other person is a danger, they're right. a problem, and then you're justified in going after them. Right. And we we see this a lot online because yeah. um, it's easier to project on anybody and everybody. Well, there's when, a disconnect between whatever they've done to create this energy and the way the person responds to them. So they're just like, Oh, your response seems aggressive. Why are you arguing with me? Yes. No, you're arguing with me. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's disowning the aggression. The aggression is always outside of the six. Yeah. Um, and they're just defending themselves. Right. And, um, and sometimes they don't realize that just questioning, a, they're meant to question. So right. that's normal. It's delivery matters, right? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, how you come at someone makes a difference. Well, and it's one thing to question someone that knows you're a six. Right. Because they can, you know, exactly. give grace for that. Like, oh, I know they're a six. Yeah. They have questions they want to know. And that's the healing part of the Enneagram. Yes. But a lot of times people don't know. Yes. And they don't understand where it's coming from. And they f- they feel attacked for no reason. Yes. Yes. And... And there's, so yeah, it's, it's disowning one's aggression. And then the other thing that was coming up while we were talking about that is like, we know many sixes that we've typed as sixes and then they like, like default back to whatever type they yeah. want to be. Right. Um, and uh, so we recognize that as part of six. Um, but I think that goes to the submission piece as well. Yeah. Cause it's like, no, I'm not going to let you tell me what, what, and even though, you know, we have, um, the, you know, the, the sort of benefit of having typed all these people and worked with this data and we could, we can show them the data, right. And, and map it out as, as much as possible, but that skepticism and doubt and fear of submission will still sometimes it just, it, it's a, it is a lot like four in the way that sometimes it just has to come from them. Right. 
Um, and they have to sit in whatever it is and then have it reveal itself because it's too, it's usually sixes with four that mm-hmm. struggle. The most well, I'll tell that. them that yeah. I will say you need to find it. Yeah. I'm as a six. I'm not, I don't want to be your authority. Yeah. I don't want to be anyone's authority. Right. I don't have that desire. I mean, there may be sixes that do, but I yeah. don't. Um, and so I'm not going to tell you what you are. I'm right. telling you what I see. Right. Yeah. And based on what I know and the patterns and the energy that I, that I'm getting, this is what I'm observing. If you can't find it, what there's no value right. in me exactly. just telling you yeah. this is your type. And I think some of them do want to be told, but they don't want to say that they want to be told. Yes. And I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, part no, of their I th- journey. I think that's wise. I mean, and a little plug here. Erin's really great with working with sixes and she does coaching. Should reach out. <laughs> Thanks. Reach out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but no, you really are very good at it. And I um but I, I agree. I think that it's easy. It's better for them to find it because then they don't have someone else to blame. Yeah. For, for one thing. <laughs> um, uh, and but that's also why they don't want to find it themselves yep. because they want to be able to say, well, you told me. Yep. Um, <laughs> and then you, they're not at fault. So which is another fear of the six, right? Being blamed and being at fault for things. Um, I just think they're not ready. Yeah. If someone can't own that they're a six and they have to be another type and that's they're attached to that identity, sometimes people have to see themselves a certain way. Yeah. Um, they're fragile and they're not they're not ready. Yeah. And I just hope that someday they're able to see it because, you know, you're really walking into a wall if yes. you are working on a type that isn't your own. And and I will say this, um, because we haven't talked about this with six. Six has gotten probably the worst rap of any of the Enneagram types. Like, nobody wants to be a six. Yep. They get really trashed online, and uh, it's it's thrown at people like an insult. Oh, yeah. People um, call it the garbage type. It's the garbage can type, and they, you know, people are accusing people of being sixes like it's the Salem witch trials. Oh, yeah. They're, like, yelling six and pointing. Yeah. And, oh, like, it's trying. like the scarlet letter. Like, it's, people are it's like, six! so stupid, and it's... It's completely based on, I mean, my whole kind of Jungian theory is mm-hmm. that I think six is holding um, a sort of archetypal energy of fear, right? And human beings do not want to acknowledge fear. And so even when we don't know that sixes are sixes and we don't know the Enneagram, they still, sixes still get this kind of projection because they're holding this mm-hmm. space of anxiety because they're thinking about what could go wrong or pointing out problems or whatever it is and i think people just naturally are kind of can be and have an adversarial relationship to the type but it's taken this whole other form on the internet and in the enneagram community where it's six is like a it's like a literal like epithet like it's yeah and it's so who would want to be a six like people like okay six yeah exactly oh did you did you read anything i said or right Okay. And it's, you know, and it's become the type where if anyone's ever questioning anything about their type, then it's yeah. like, we oh, must be six. And it's like, no, sometimes people really do have questions. And, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Right. Like, that's a fine Sel- thing. Self-doubt is a human experience. <laughs> exactly. I mean, um, and but, we all need mirroring. But yeah, so I do think that we have to add that piece in that we've really got to stop that sort of... Um, 
I, I, we've talked about the challenging behaviors that sixes can display and why they're behaving that way. So I think, you know, going back to the empathy piece, because that is in our, the name of our business. Yes. Um, we've, we have to recognize why they're doing it. Um, give them a little grace. And the more you defend against it, the worse it gets. Um, but yeah, we got to stop making six like a bad word. Um, and, and then for whatever reason, when they don't want to be sixes, they want to be eights or fours mm-hmm. because they think, well, I, eights are strong and right. people aren't scared of them or feels, people are scared of them. It feels powerful. It feels powerful. Yeah. Um, and so they will choose eight. Um, mm-hmm. and we like, I'm yeah. Anyway. And then, <laughs> or four. I'm sad. I'm moody. Right. You know, I have an aesthetic. Well, so therefore, and then the, the four speaks to the vulnerability, right? It speaks to their feelings of, right, the melancholy, vulnerability, mm-hmm. sadness, feeling different. Um, so, but then they miss all the other stuff. But it's so there's a reason they're doing it. But it's we just got to stop making six like a bad word. Yeah, it's it's just. It's a very complex type. Yes. And I, I just want to emphasize that. And, you know, it's not a way to make six cool. I know. Sometimes people are like, you're just saying that because you want to make, like, want me I to believe it. And I'm like, I don't I'm not try invested. To, no, <laughs> like, I don't try to make types cool. Like, I'm, I always want to be like, I, why would I be invested in what type you are? I, I don't know you. I want you to know your type. Yeah. And I'm just telling you what I'm I I'm just as interested as you are in right. what type you are. Yeah. Like, cool. Uh, Let's figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. It's like an equation for me. Yeah. Like, it's like a math equation. Yeah. And I look at it and I'm like, how long will I have to work on this math problem until I figure it out? Yeah. And some people are more complex and yeah. there's more subtlety and experience where it's hard. And yeah. then there are other people where it's like, oh, yep. I've got this one solved. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, I just, I think people um, forget that we don't, I don't have an investment in what, no. I, I have an investment in the truth. Um, yes. And I have an investment in what I've gathered in terms of my knowledge and data. And when someone comes to us and that's what they're wanting, that's all we're, we're giving. Yeah. Uh, we don't know you. So I don't yeah. have an investment in. My absolute you know. investment. I mean, and I just. You know, I mean this from a place of 100% totally being genuine. My investment is helping people be more self-aware so that they can have more empathy for themselves and then in the hopes that that empathy will extend out toward other people. Yes, exactly. It's really that simple. And and we've seen too many times that when someone is, uh, especially if they're, you know, if they're into the Enneagram, it's become part of their you know, lexicon and theoretical understanding of the world, and then they're mistyped, um, then it, especially when there's sixes, but in any type, it creates this incongruence, right? And then people are working and focusing on um, issues that maybe they do need to work on. You know, maybe someone's typing as a four and they do have problems with envy, right? Um, but but they're not, they don't have the, the other stuff that goes with four. So then they're focusing on envy and then they're not focusing on all these other six things that they need to be focusing right. on. So it's taking them away from uh, their work. We see this a lot with the six, four, nine tri-type mm-hmm. in particular. So anytime there's nine in there, you have doubt and you have the defense of not knowing. So you have, it's very common for sixes with nine in the tri-type to default back to 
whatever they want to see themselves as because the nine doesn't want to work on the core right. stuff because it doesn't want to be uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. So, so that happens a lot, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think because the type is so complicated yes. and complex, um, it looks like we will be doing a two-parter on this one as well. Faux show. Was that 90s enough for you? It was. Yeah. Yeah. What did, wait, what did I start with? Uh, we I, back. We back. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. We back. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, so. <laughs> We back in faux show. Um, I, so I do think that we're going to have to do part two. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot that we didn't say. And mm-hmm. I don't want this to be like a three hour podcast. But because uh, we still need to talk about loyalty. We talk about rebellion. Projection. We, need to talk about pro- we talked a little bit about projection. A little bit. Um, but I want to the- talk about how that mechanism works within the six. Because that's one that people are always like, stop projecting oh to sixes. Like, But I think a lot of people don't understand yeah how it really is yeah. working within yes. the type well i mean one one quick thing that we did talk about was that the you know disowning their aggression and then projecting it onto the other person yes and then fighting against it there right or disowning one's anxieties uh or doubts and then arguing with it out in in someone else that's another way it works but well, yeah, or we- even making six the type um bad yeah. unappealing yeah, dorky exactly annoying that's a form of pathetic gross that's projection yeah girl so if you know you're a six and you're denying it and trying to be another type and you see six that negatively i mean i've had sixes tell me like it makes me sick well i get it we all feel gross at our own type strongly to it yes i need you to sit down exactly <laughs> and i need you to look at that please. exactly yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You need to hold up that mirror, mama. Yeah. No, I, I, that's a good, that's a really good point. Yeah. yeah thank you. That making six bad and, and having such a gross visceral response to it, like that should tell you something. Right. You've, right you've there. taken your, your undesirable qualities and you've put them on six and then you've made it bad. Or if you're, you know, in the Enneagram community and on these message boards and discussion boards and all that, then you start attacking other people mm-hmm. um, and taking it out on them because you don't want to own uh, the parts of yourself that you know are there. And, and that's the thing with sixes is they know. I know. On some level. They always know. And they're just. That's why I'm like, if you're a six out there and you're trying to be another type. Yeah. They know. I know they know. They know. Uh, I've yeah, I've, and but it's it's yeah, it is. And the six really is the most emotionally complex type. I think it was not fully fleshed out. I think, like you said, Naranjo basically described social six, right? Um, and then uh, some of the other early authors really kind of were just describing social six, mm-hmm. and they really missed. Well, a they missed tri type because they didn't know it, um, right. and then they forget to fold in all these other factors, but especially instincts. So maybe next time we can touch a little bit on yeah. the three instincts of six, because I think in particularly the self-pressed six has been really misunderstood. Man. Yeah. Um, you mean you're not just scared in the corner in the closet and, and worried about dying constantly. <laughs> right. You mean that's not your everyday Experience. I believe it or not, I leave the house. Yeah, I mean that's so weird. Like that you're like able to function. <laughs> I do manage to live a full life. Yeah, that you like not like literally having a panic attack every five seconds, and yeah. I mean, I might be. Yeah, but you're not though. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So yeah, we'll uh, do part two of six. We're uh, Audi 5000. Oh, look yeah. at you with the... Well, you tried to challenge me to be 90s. Is so. that a clueless? Isn't it is, clueless? right? Yeah. 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 We're Audi 5000. Or it, did it come from somewhere is else? Is it 5000? Yeah, Audi 5000. Yeah. Okay. But like, what is that? Was that like an old Audi model or like what? Oh, I don't think they mean like cars. No, honey. but I know. But like Audi. But like, like I know it's like, Audi. Like, but is it Audi? But it's like I'm out, like out of here, like. Got it. But like, is it also like a double entendre? No, it is not. It okay. is absolutely not about cars. Okay, whatever. Fine. Okay, thanks. Thanks.